Welcome to Friday's edition of the Hometown Headlines Radio Edition. John Druckermiller with you from the HometownHeadlines.com and the Hometown Headlines Podcast Network. Here's what's happening this morning. Number one health news today. Calhoun and Gordon County leaders have organized and have set ongoing meetings to respond to the potential threat of coronavirus. Uh, There are no reported cases in Gordon County or in our state, no matter what, but they want to be prepared for it. Great move by them. Continuing details on this, by the way, on hometownheadlines.com. Also today, the safety board has issued a report on that citation jet crash in the Fairmont area earlier this month on February 8th that killed four. They say the pilot reported equipment issues before that fatal crash. A lot of business news today. Number one, Dan West has been named City President Cartersville by Greater Community Bank. You may recall they opened up a new office there uh, late last year. Other business news, you're seeing a crane in downtown Rome. wondering about that. That's Wayne Robinson doing some work on the new building he bought in the 200 block. Also, Robinson and partners are working on a second rocket wash, this one coming to the Somerville area. And also have details on a special meeting earlier this week by the Greater Rome Realtors. One more business story out of Bartow County, the Bush Logistics Park, a two-building, 737,000-square-foot industrial project, is coming from the group called Heinz off I-75. This area, by the way, once was marketed as Bush Commerce Park. Cartersville police report uh, charges of first-degree arson against a suspect after a fire and live ammo going off were found behind the Big Lot store in the Cartersville area. Where Mechanical Weather Center weather, it is kind of weird today. We do have another update from the National Weather Service about a potential for snow this morning across parts of northwest Georgia. We could see more flakes early, very early Saturday morning as well. Another cold day ahead, no matter what. In Buzz today, the Poverty and Homelessness Office is setting up a drop-in on March 5th at City Hall. Also, a big stretch of U.S. 41 south of Cartersville about to be repaved, and the Rome pilots are meeting Saturday morning. We have those details for you, as well as a pruning seminar coming up Saturday. In politics, the Bushnell boys got some prime time under the Gold Dome on Thursday. By that, we mean Brad the doctor and Bo the Senate page. You'll find that on our politics section today. Education news, Darlington's Darbots were honored in the first tech challenge last weekend. Model junior Hayden Robinson's gentrification project has been accepted for publication by University of West Georgia. Also, it was a big weekend for the local 4-H livestock team. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mr. Jerry Eugene Griffin, Mr. Roscoe Thomas Holder, Richard Warren Lee, Harlan Leo Matthews, and Mrs. Donna West Nevins. We have public health restaurant inspection scores for you today. And don't forget the Greater Community Bank Crime Watch report. We're missing a few reports this morning from the Floyd County Jail. We do have some reports up, and we do have reports also from the Bartow County Jail. Again, brought to you by Greater Community Bank. We'll post the Polk County reports around 8 this morning. Truist Chick-fil-A sports report for the morning. Busy one. We have the latest signings from Darlington. That includes Colin Rogers and Cade Brock. Also, Bartow Pickett Berry's 12th annual half marathon 10K 5K is coming up on March 7th. Basketball news from high schools. Rockmark girls to Tuga boys both play in a state final four on Saturday. We have local college basketball updates getting near the end of the season for those teams. Baseball, the Rome Braves are hiring for the new season. Also, single game and all-star game tickets go on sale this coming Monday. Community sports for you today. The uh, Parks and Rec, they wrap up the extended registration for spring sports. Also on March 14th this year, the Harbin Clinic Leprechaunathon 5K Run 2-Mile Health Walk. You can sign up for that right now.
And now it's time for Friday's rant of the day. Let's call this one, Now That's Leadership. It was a busier-than-usual news day on Thursday. More phone calls and texts than normal. So-so day for emails, a very active social media stream. And then this one popped in straight from Facebook. A joint announcement from the Calhoun and Gordon County area about the coronavirus. It wasn't a repeat of the previous day's release from the State Department of Public Health, nor was it a replay of that very confusing message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This was straight out of Calhoun and Gordon County, although it does involve working with both state and federal authorities. Basically, city and county governments, law enforcement, and even the healthcare community together released information about a meeting set for next Tuesday concerning coronavirus and something just as important. This meeting will not be a, quote, one-off, end quote, to appease a concerned public. This is the first of an ongoing series of planned meetings among elected officials, appointed officials, and other community leaders. More important, this represents a proactive stance on a potential, potential community threat, not a reactive posture we're so used to seeing around here. An easier way to put this is like so. This is leadership. We can't commend the city, county, first responders, and Advent Health Gordon leaders fast enough to thank them for taking such a proactive, critical, and public stance. This is by no means a scare tactic. It is information and a promise of more information to come, which people are searching for as the headlines continue to get grimmer when it comes to coronavirus. What apparently started in China has spread to many other countries, including the United States. This isn't just a travel-related threat anymore. Japan is closing schools. Overseas communities are in virtual lockdown. In the United States, Vice President Mike Pence has been named the point person to coordinate this country's response. Governor Brian Kemp and state officials continue to communicate as well. And now Calhoun and Gordon County leaders are getting in front of a potential threat. Within hours of the joint announcement, here comes an update also involving Gordon County schools that was out late Thursday afternoon, and there will be more. As quickly as we say well done to Gordon County and Calhoun leaders, we turn to other communities in northwest Georgia and ask, what's next? Or more important, who's next? This joint resolution and cooperative stance in Calhoun-Gordon County needs to be replicated immediately in Floyd, Bartow, Polk, and Chattooga counties. Yes, we know there are networks in place with public health and regional commissions and such. There's a strong regional EMS network as well. Our communities need information. Our communities need assurance that rock-solid plans are in place and that meaningful conversations are ongoing. Our communities need leadership, and they need it now. This is the Hometown Headlines radio edition for Friday. John Drucker-Miller again with you from HometownHeadlines.com. Continuing updates all day long. We invite you to listen after this to our latest soundbite. That's an update from one of our previous podcast reports. Also, don't forget, we'll have updates throughout the weekend. Our next new podcast coming Monday. The podcast up right now involves City Commissioner Mark Cochran. Please give that a listen. It's Friday. That means it's time to get funky, courtesy of our good friend Harry Musselwhite. Have a great weekend in Northwest Georgia. Controlled, we don't have that, but... Let's let's dig in. Let's find out what the details, what what's needed. But more importantly, right now we're talking about what's wanted. And we all agreed, and I know Craig shares this, we want this community to thrive. I don't care who you talk to, what side of town they're from, if they've been in Rome 10 minutes or if they've been in Rome five generations like my family has, right? They want 
young people to want to come to this community. They want their kids to grow up, maybe go off to college, but they want their kids to come back here and raise those grandkids here. And right now, we're missing that segment of those college-educated kids, what jobs they'll do here. Let's do this. We've got about two minutes left. How about a minute each? We'll close on that that topic. Sure. So we've got got to keep the college kids here, right? So we have to create an environment that they feel drawn to. Right. The folks here at Brand Red, I love them. The energy they bring, the creativity they bring. How do we make sure they don't pick up and leave? Right. Uh, And how do we draw more people in those creative cultures, in the technology world, in the people doing businesses like mine that don't have to be in a particular geography? Right. Uh, Their product, you're not putting on a truck and and driving to an interstate. Right. You hit send. And and we need more of that. Craig, how about you? Well, I think we, we've all talked about keeping young people here. And when I graduated high school in 1971, they were talking about keeping young people here. And that's a challenge for any community. But what we've got to do, we're not on the interstate. Uh, some people think that's a blessing. Some people think it's a curse. Um, I'm kind of in the middle of that. I, I don't know what it's going to be like when we actually have connection to I-75. The things that we can control, we've got to have better broadband. We've got to have better connectivity. Young people will not come here. Professionals will not live in a community where they have trouble accessing um, their client base. So that's something that we really need to work on. Housing and affordable housing is an issue, but I think we address a lot of that when we actually bring some new jobs in. Rooftops follow jobs and retail follows rooftops, and I think that's kind of the pattern that uh, you know the development authority is operating under now, but um, we, I think, if uh, the redundancy of of success is not, I mean, people say you keep on doing what you do, you'll keep on getting what you got. To some extent, I'm kind of comfortable with that. We've got to improve our growth. We're not growing our per capita income. If you look at the region, we're flat. That's why we're not a tier one retail market right now. You're not going to get a target in this market. We've had that conversation. But East Bend is about to open up, and we're going to have 25 or 26 new retailers over there, or restaurants. I think that is a huge uh, vote of confidence for this community. It's going to bring new eyeballs into the community. Our challenge is that we don't let Broad Street, our downtown, be bypassed when these new jobs are coming in. I think Broad Street and our downtown is by far our biggest asset, and we've got to constantly push new ideas down there. So think about if you tripled the energy of Broad Street, right? Oh, yes. So you have have Broad Street maxed out in terms of its capacity for retail and restaurants and housing, right? And then you have here in the River District – we get it cooking, right? And you have maybe even a little more pop over here. And then in between, you have the river and the river walk, right? And the the magnet of that, if somebody comes to East Bend because they want to go to whatever retailers are going to be there, we don't know everything yet, sure. but they want to go there. They're not going to come from Calhoun and go to that retail stop and not come downtown. Yep. Do you we know what I'm saying? It's, right. uh, well, the I mean, thing, they, they may well. Yeah. I mean, you I can't think predict, but we've I talked feel among like it. Uh, some of our fellow commissioners have talked about this, about branding Broad Street as historic Broad Street or historic downtown Rome to make it a destination location. If you're in Rome, you've got to go to Broad Street. 
If nothing else, you just go and drive down Broad Street Everybody if you drive down it. Um, and I, and every quarter, I think we need signage and maybe an arch somewhere saying uh, historic Broad Street. And then let's magnify the historical events. I mean, the, the guys that drew the name out of the hat, let's have maybe a statue of that. I, when I travel, I look for those kinds of things. I will stop and look at landmarks. I'll read uh, memorial plaques and people from out of town. And we have a huge number of people from out of town who come here now. It, it is something, I think, that would engage them in our community. No, good point about that. But, and it's about an energy, right? It's got to feel fun. See, I'm with that. It's got to feel lively. And I think that's why this whole day, this whole conversation, we'll tail on with this. I think coming from y'all's meeting, I wasn't there, of course, but I mean, you know, the what I heard coming out of that redundantly was that energy, energy, enthusiasm, always been here. I mean, you know, we have a good thing, but there's like maybe a little bit more coming out of that stuff. I'm with you. I, I think I think y'all both just said in these closing statement, I think are great. I'll go one more with that. I would love to see not only the river walk and all this stuff here, but something I heard of Barry a long time ago, and I think Barry is, you know, dedicated. I'm not speaking for Barry, but I mean, take it out to that quarter. Take take this the same synergy and get it out to the barrier, get it out to shore, to get it out to the ballpark. Well, and but and what what you have to have, right? Like we have done a good job of breaking down the berry bubble a little bit, right? I mean, when my dad grew up here, and, and this strange yesterday it was a hundred years since my dad was born, which is just mind blowing to me. Wow. But when my dad was here, like that was when Barry was like closed off, like yeah. sealed off. The alumni talked about. St- sneaking out the crack to go into town because you weren't supposed to. We have to have those Barry students throughout their four years here being a part of this community, not visitors that occasionally come to town. So we still haven't figured that out either. Same thing with all four colleges, right? I think what we're about to do with transit can help with that. Obviously, expanding our trails can help with that. Um, But it's all about moving forward and bringing people together. Well, I want some of those baseball fans coming downtown too. Yeah. I mean, you know, or yeah. even yeah. the football fans. I mean, you know, we're lucky we're shorter yeah. having Baron. I mean, but still, there's so many opportunities out there.